This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WNBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broome Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broom Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broom president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY Chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broom and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broom president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw-trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. 
In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McComas admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term supervised release to begin after Maybank served his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislature has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers becoming all rain after 7 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre-owned at GaltAuto.com. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. 
Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week, thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Weather-related on I-81 in both directions, we're going to have some lane restrictions south of New York State Line, PA State Line. All lanes are open from the state line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecast starting at noon today. And we have some other lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township will all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, right now about 24 degrees outside, a winter weather advisory in effect all day. Today, snow mainly after 9 a.m., a high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 100%. Could see 3 to 4 inches out there. Tonight, rain showers and freezing rain, possibly mixed with snow, becoming all rain after 8 p.m., a low near 33 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour. Chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain showers before 8 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., then a chance of snow after 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees. Chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 8 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy, a low near 25 degrees. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. Six seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Julius Randle had 36 points and 13 rebounds and his eighth three-pointer snapped a tie with 2.07 left as the New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-103. Donovan Mitchell had 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds in his return from a three-game absence with a left groin strain, but he had his last three shots blocked and was slow to get up after falling to the ground in an effort to save the Cavaliers' final possession. R.J. Barrett added 16 points, and Jalen Brunson had 14 for the Knicks, who snapped a four-game losing streak. Kevin Durant is at least two weeks away from returning to the Brooklyn Nets, though his right knee is improving enough for him to resume some basketball activities this week. 
The Nets gave an update Tuesday on Durant's recovery from a sprained ligament in his right knee, saying he was evaluated Monday and was progressing well. The all-star forward was examined by Dr. Riley Williams III at the Hospital for Special Surgery, and Williams said Durant is progressing as expected and begin, can begin running and on-court basketball work this week. The Nets say he will be reassessed again in two weeks, leaving open the possibility he could return before the February 19th All-Star game. Hockey action, Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner each had a goal and two assists as the Buffalo Sabres beat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Alex Tuch had a goal and an assist, and Owen Power and Dylan Cozens also scored for the Sabres, who snapped a nine-game losing streak in St. Louis dating back to January 21, 2012. Uko Pekka made 26 saves for Buffalo, which improved to 2-6-1 in the second game of back-to-backs this season. Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, and Jordan Kairou all scored for the Blues, who finished 3-4 and four on their longest homestand of the season. Jordan Bingington made 26 saves. Some football news. Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean is ruling out making any major offseason splashes in free agency by saying salary cap restrictions will make it difficult to retain his own players. Bean projects the Bills are already over the projected cap limit, which means he's going to have to start cutting players before he can begin acquiring them. Buffalo has 21 players eligible to become unrestricted free agents, including linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and safety Jordan Poyer. Bean says he's going to have to be creative in retooling a 13-3 team, which was eliminated by Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Some baseball news. The New York Mets have signed veteran outfielder Tommy Pham to a one-year contract for $6 million, adding to their busy offseason. Pham can earn another $2 million in performance bonuses based on plate appearances. He provides depth and a dangerous bat, giving New York a proven fourth outfielder and a right-handed option at designated hitter to complement lefty Daniel Vogelbach. 34-year-old Pham spent last season with Cincinnati and Boston, batting two thirty-six overall with 17 homers, 63 RBIs, and a six eighty-six OPS. He scored 89 runs in 144 games. Pham made headlines in May when he was suspended for three games by Major League Baseball after he slapped Giants outfielder Jock Peterson during warm-ups before a game because of a dispute about their fantasy football league. The Chicago White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger is being investigated by Major League Baseball following an allegation of domestic violence. Olivia Feinstead publicly revealed the allegations in an Instagram post. Clevenger, 32-year-old right-hander and a six-year Major League veteran, agreed to a $12 million one-year contract on December 4th. Feinstead said she was the mother of Clevenger's child and alleged he fathered two other children who were not hers. She posted photos of marks on her body with accompanying words that alleged the injuries were caused by Clevenger strangling her and throwing an iPad at her while she was pregnant. And slick-fielding third baseman Scott Rowland has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame with five votes to spare above the 75% needed. The seven-time All-Star and eight-time Gold Glove winner appeared on 297 of 389 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America for 76.3%. He becomes the 18th third baseman elected to the Hall, the fewest of any position. First baseman Todd Helton was second with 281 votes for 72.2%, falling 11 votes short. And reliever Billy Wagner third with 265 votes for 68.1%. Rowland had a 281 batting average for his career with 316 homers and 1,287 RBIs with the Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds from 1996 to 2012. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A trading session that yielded mixed results ended with the Dow Jones scoring its third consecutive day of gains. The average picked up 104 points to close at 33,733. The Nasdaq lost a quarter percent. The S&P 500 gave up less than a tenth. This may be the reason you can't get into your email this morning. Microsoft is investigating reports of outages to its services, including Teams and Outlook. Thousands of users globally are reporting their products are down. Online ads are at the center of a lawsuit pitting the federal government against Google. The Department of Justice accuses the tech giant of abusing its role as a dominant player in the advertising industry. Google says the government is trying to, quote, pick winners and losers. Here's a surprise emerging in the age of GPS and digital maps. AAA produced more than twice as many paper maps last year than the year before. Map shop owners say many customers are buying their products not just for navigation, but as gifts or as wall art. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Organization is such an important key to success. Not only will it help you get more done more quickly, but one organization expert we talked to told us every space you enter will either energize or drain your energy. So how do you make your space invigorating? Well, the first thing you have to do is get rid of what you don't need. Rather than try and tackle an entire closet, shoot for just one cabinet or one drawer at a time. Success builds on success, so keep going from there. Organize your things whatever way works best for you. They're probably going to look different than those picture-perfect posts on Instagram. You don't need fancy containers or shelving. Just a good system and maybe some light labeling. The idea is to make finding things take less mental bandwidth. So you can spend time on things that are far more enjoyable. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Six twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week, thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. We have some weather-related problems on I-81 in both directions, south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. 
All lanes will be open from the state line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon today. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside, a winter weather advisory in effect all day. Today, snow mainly after 9 a.m., a high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 100% could see 3 to 4 inches. Tonight, rain showers and freezing rain, possibly mixed with snow, becoming all rain after 8 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain showers before 8 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., then a chance of snow after 9 a.m., cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 8 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy, a low near 25 degrees. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. At the Oscar nominations Tuesday morning, it was a record-setting day for actors and filmmakers of Asian descent, leading 11 nominations for Everything Everywhere All at Once and a Best Animated Picture nod for Pixar's Turning Red. I'm a gross red monster! Domi Shi wrote and directed Turning Red, telling me, this is a great moment, but it's important to keep it going. In the 90s, we had the Joy Luck Club, which is an incredible, groundbreaking film. But then after that, like there weren't many films like that. Um, so it could always go backwards, you know. The Oscars air Sunday, March 12th on ABC. Remember that movie in the works about the life of Madonna starring Ozark's Julia Garner? Turns out Garner won't be taking a bow anytime soon. It's been put on hold after the material girl announced her upcoming world tour. Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers, debuts at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. And Blackish star Jennifer Lewis is 66 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Amrix. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WNBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. 
Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broome Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broome Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broom president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broome and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broome president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McComas admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. 
In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term of supervised release to begin after Maybank served his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislator has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow, could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers becoming all rain after 7 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. Good hit. Way to go, girl. At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Six forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, something I've been seeing a lot lately, a lot, is people building robots that look like people and also can do a lot of the things that we can do. And this one specifically that caught my eye this morning is Boston Dynamics Atlas machines that can now like pick things up and throw them and push giant blocks off of ledges and then backflip onto the blocks. It's insane. There are like a hundred movies 
that say exactly, stop making robots that can do everything we can do with but better. Now, I can't backflip off a ledge. That robot is more athletic than I am. If I found myself in a fight with that robot, let's say with the rise of AI, turning all the robots evil as they do in the movies, I would lose 100 times out of 100. We're creating the Terminator. Such a horrible idea. Hundreds of movies. I'd say stop making robots so smart and stop making them be able to do things like backflip off ledges. (sighs) Gotta take notes from the movies. It's like in Jurassic Park. Like, we didn't stop to think if we should. We just knew that we could. So we did. So, but should we should we be creating robots or resurrecting dinosaurs? I don't know. I don't know about that. I've seen a lot of movies. At 6.45, you're listening to WMBF. First. It feels like you're frozen. Petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290-WMBF. 6.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week thanks to the rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call, and I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Some weather-related issues on I-81 in both directions, south of New York, uh, the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. All lanes will be open from the state line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon today. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township will have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside. Winter weather advisory in effect all day. Today's snow mainly after 9 a.m. A high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 100%. Could see around 3 to 4 inches. Tonight rain showers and freezing rain possibly mixed with snow becoming all rain after 8 p.m. A low near 33 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour. 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain showers before 8 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., then a chance of snow after 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, chance of rain 50%. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 8 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy, a low near 25 degrees.
at 6.50. You're listening to WMBF. I'm Martin. Six fifty-two on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Remember the point-and-shoot digital cameras from around the year two thousand. For Gen Zers, those cameras are hot. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Netsuite, the number one cloud financial system. Get a one-of-a-kind financing program at netsuite.com/kim. If you find an Olympus FE230 7.1 megapixel camera, or a Canon PowerShot SX230, or any other similar-sized point-and-shoot made around the turn of the millennium, buy it. Gen Z is bored with the super clear, perfectly exposed photos made by iPhones and Androids. 20-year-old digital cameras produce photos with the so-called paparazzi effect. The image is just a bit too bright. Fast movements, slightly blurred. TikTok and Instagram influencers like Kylie Jenner, Bella Hadid, and Taylor Swift are posting most of their photos using old cameras. Yes, everything old is new again, and there's a nostalgia building for the whole Y2K era. Hey, when you want more tech info that you can use, listen to my daily podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. Hey, friends, if you're 55 and up and you've been looking for a wireless plan that's custom made to fit your life, look no further than T-Mobile. With their exclusive 55 plus rate plans, you save 50% versus both AT&T and Verizon's unlimited plans. Get two lines for $27.50 a line with AutoPay. And you'll know that T-Mobile won't raise your rate for talk, text, or data ever thanks to the T-Mobile price lock guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Get two lines of unlimited on T-Mobile's network for $27.50 a line with AutoPay with price lock included. Go to T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-MOBILE to switch today. Plus taxes and fees without auto pay $5 more per line. Price lock exclusions like taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services apply. Qualifying service required. Customers on this plan may notice speeds lower than other customers and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video typically streams in SD. See T-Mobile.com for details. Perfect. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Julius Randle had 36 points and 13 rebounds and his eighth three-pointer snapped a tie with 2.07 left as the New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-103. Donovan Mitchell had 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds in his return from a three-game absence with a left groin strain, but he had his last three shots blocked and was slow to get up after falling to the ground in an effort to save the Cavaliers' final possession. R.J. Barrett added 16 points, and Jalen Brunson had 14 for the Knicks, who snapped a four-game losing streak. Kevin Durant is at least two weeks away from returning to the Brooklyn Nets, though his right knee is improving enough for him to resume some basketball activities this week. The Nets gave an update Tuesday on Durant's recovery from a sprained ligament in his right knee, saying he was evaluated Monday and was progressing well. The all-star forward was examined by Dr. Riley Williams III at the Hospital for Special Surgery, and Williams said Durant is progressing as expected and can begin running and on-court basketball this week. The Nets say he will be reassessed again in two weeks, leaving open the possibility that he could return before the February 19th All-Star game. Some hockey action. Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner each had a goal and two assists as the Buffalo Sabres beat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Alex Tooch had a goal and an assist, and Owen Power and Dylan Cozens also scored for the Sabres who snapped a nine-game losing streak in St. Louis dating back to January 21, 2012. 
Uko Pekka Lukanen made 26 saves for Buffalo, which improved to 2-6-1 and in the second game of back-to-backs this season. Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, and Jordan Kairou scored for the Blues, who finished 3-4 and on their longest homestand of the season. Jordan Bennington made 26 saves. Some football news. Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean is ruling out making any major offseason splashes in free agency by saying salary cap restrictions will make it difficult to retain his own players. Bean projects the Bills are already over the projected cap limit, which means he's going to have to start cutting players before he can begin acquiring them. Buffalo has 21 players eligible to become unrestricted free agents, including linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and safety Jordan Poyer. Bean says he's going to have to be creative in retooling a 13-3 team, which was eliminated by Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Some baseball news. The New York Mets have signed veteran outfielder Tommy Pham to a one-year contract for $6 million, adding to their busy offseason. Pham can earn another $2 million in performance bonuses based on plate appearances. He provides depth and a dangerous back, giving New York a proven fourth outfielder and a right-handed option at designated hitter to complement lefty Daniel Vogelbach. The 34-year-old fam spent last season with Cincinnati and Boston, batting .236 overall with 17 homers, 63 RBIs, and a .686 OPS. He scored 89 runs in 144 games. Fam made headlines in May when he was suspended for three games by Major League Baseball after he slapped Giants outfielder Jock Peterson during warm-ups before a game because of a dispute about their fantasy football league. And slick fielding third baseman Scott Rowland has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame with five votes to spare, above the 75% needed. The seven-time All-Star and eight-time Gold Glove winner appeared on 297 of 389 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America for 76.3%. He becomes the 18th third baseman elected to the Hall, the fewest of any position. First baseman Todd Helton was the second with 281 votes for 72.2%, falling 11 votes short. And reliever Billy Wagner, third, with 265 votes for 68.1%. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. I stopped. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WNBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and 
three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broom Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broom Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broom president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY Chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broom and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broom president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McComas admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania, to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, 
United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term of supervised release to begin after Maybank serves his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislator has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow, could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with with snow showers becoming all rain after 7 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. I'll say. Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to First News. Myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week, thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. Or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call, and I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Some weather-related issues. 
on I-81 in both directions, south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. All lanes will be open from the state line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township and various roads in Franklin Township will all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 17. A winter weather advisory in effect until 10 p.m. tomorrow or tonight. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 100%. Could see around 4 inches of snow. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour. 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees. 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees. 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy, a low near 25 degrees. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Welcome. Seven seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Julius Randle had 36 points and 13 rebounds, and his eighth three-pointer snapped a tie with 2.07 left as the New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-103. Donovan Mitchell had 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds in his return from a three-game absence with a left groin strain, but he had his last three shots blocked and was slow to get up after falling to the ground in an effort to save the Cavaliers' final possession. R.J. Barrett added 16 points, and Jalen Brunson had 14 for the Knicks, who snapped a four-game losing streak. Kevin Durant is at least two weeks away from returning to the Brooklyn Nets, though his right knee is improving enough for him to resume some basketball activities this week. The Nets gave an update Tuesday on Durant's recovery from a sprained ligament in his right knee, saying he was evaluated Monday and was progressing well. The all-star forward was examined by Dr. Riley Williams III at the Hospital for Special Surgery, and Williams said Durant is progressing as expected and can begin running and on-court basketball this week. The Nets say he will be reassessed again in two weeks, leaving open the possibility he could return before the February 19th All-Star game. Some hockey action. Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner each had a goal and two assists as the Buffalo Sabres beat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Alex Tuch had a goal and an assist, and Owen Power and Dylan Cozens also scored for the Sabres, who snapped a nine-game losing streak in St. Louis dating back to January 21st, 2012. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 26 saves for Buffalo, which improved to 2-6-1 in the second game of back-to-backs this season. Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, and Jordan Kairou scored for the Blues. 
who finished 3-4 and four on their longest homestand of the season. Jordan Bennington made 26 saves. Bit of football news. Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean is ruling out making any major offseason splashes in free agency by saying salary cap restrictions will make it difficult to retain his own players. Bean projects the Bills are already over the projected cap limit, which means he's going to have to start cutting players before he can begin acquiring them. Buffalo has 21 players eligible to become unrestricted free agents, including linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and safety Jordan Poyer. Bean says he's going to have to be creative in retooling a 13-3 team, which was eliminated by Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. Some baseball news. The New York Mets have signed veteran outfielder Tommy Pham to a one-year contract for $6 million, adding to their busy offseason. Pham can earn another $2 million in performance bonuses based on plate appearances. He provides some depth, giving New York a proven fourth outfielder and a right-handed option at designated hitter to complement lefty Daniel Vogelbach. The 34-year-old Pham spent last season with Cincinnati and Boston, batting .236 overall with 17 homers and 63 RBIs and a .686 OPS. He scored 89 runs in 144 games. Pham made headlines in May when he was suspended for three games by Major League Baseball after he slapped Giants outfielder Jock Peterson during warm-ups before a game because of a dispute about their fantasy football league. And slick-fielding third baseman Scott Rowland has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame with five votes to spare above the 75% needed. The seven-time All-Star and eight-time Gold Glove winner appeared on 297 of 389 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America for 76.3%. He becomes the 18th third baseman elected to the Hall, the fewest of any position. First baseman Todd Helton was second with 281 votes for 72.2%, falling 11 votes short. And reliever Billy Wagner third with 265 for 68.1%. Roland had a 281 batting average with 316 homers and 1,287 RBIs with the Phillies, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds from 1996 to 2012. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. A trading session that yielded mixed results ended with the Dow Jones scoring its third consecutive day of gains. The average picked up 104 points to close at 33,733. The Nasdaq lost a quarter percent. The S&P 500 gave up less than a tenth. This may be the reason you can't get into your email this morning. Microsoft is investigating reports of outages to its services, including Teams and Outlook. Thousands of users globally are reporting their products are down. Online ads are at the center of a lawsuit pitting the federal government against Google. The Department of Justice accuses the tech giant of abusing its role as a dominant player in the advertising industry. Google says the government is trying to, quote, pick winners and losers. Here's a surprise emerging in the age of GPS and digital maps. AAA produced more than twice as many paper maps last year than the year before. Map shop owners say many customers are buying their products not just for navigation, but as gifts or as wall art. Jim Ryan, ABC News. When I first... Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 724 on WMBF. We're now joined by our insurance expert, Karen Sweet O'Neill. How are you doing, Karen? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, James? Pretty good. Just uh, getting ready for the snow that's going to be here in a couple hours. Yeah. What are they saying? Or what are you saying? I should say you're what are they saying? No, it's, it's them. It's them. It's the National Weather Service <laughs> forecast. I'm no meteorologist. But uh, they're saying like three to four inches today. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not horrible, but not great. Not a snow day, that's for sure. Oh, we do have a few snow days today. A lot of school closings and delays, some doing virtual learning. Yeah, maybe maybe because of the ice on the roadways more so than the snow. Gotcha. Not a KSO snow day, though, I don't think. Never. Never take snow days. (laughs) Oh, I don't say never. (laughs) That's double (laughs) negative. I shouldn't say that either. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you got for us today? Well, all sorts of things. So we're talking about um, a couple articles that were in the paper, and they had some good information in them. So we're going to kind of put those together for people to, you know, just be aware that there's a lot of work to do when someone passes away, number one. Unfortunately, you know, the emotional part of that is so draining, you know, uh, James. And if you add on to that, the tasks ahead of you that help you settle the estate, it can be quite cumbersome and it can be, you know, overwhelming. So the more you can do before that person passes away, the better off then you're going to be. So for starters, you want to find out whether it's your mom or your dad or your uncle or whomever you're helping, where they keep their important papers, like the trust or a will and also make sure it's updated because that's very, very important. Where are the birth certificates, social security information? What about life insurance policies? Um, And that's really important because if you don't know there's a policy, the life insurance company doesn't know that they've passed away. So the beneficiaries may not receive the proceeds that they've paid those premiums for all those years. So very, very important. Any military discharge papers, where are they located, Um, you know, financial documents, combination to a safety deposit box or a key, you know, all of those things because there's no way to get in there. Also, a list of digital assets if that's, you know, something that would pertain to your loved one, like usernames and passwords, email accounts, um, anyone that has an online, maybe they have an online bank account. And Facebook, social media accounts, things of that nature. So if, and if the person doesn't have like a living will or healthcare proxy, and that's, you know, a healthcare proxy is someone that you appoint to help you make medical decisions. If you become incapacitated and you can't do that for yourself, well, how important can that be? That's crucial, crucial for yourself to have a healthcare proxy. So, you know, you can also do a prearranged funeral, memorial service, and burial, and so on and so forth. So if you get some of those things done ahead of time, it really, it softens the blow um, as far as from a, um, a workload when that person should pass away. Now, afterwards, if, you know, if your funeral plans for that loved one were not prearranged, you're going to need to make those arrangements. You're going to need to prepare the obituary. If the person was in the military or belonged to a religious group or fraternal group, you should definitely contact those organizations because they have burial benefits and they can conduct funeral services. And then, of course, you have to notify family members, employers, close friends, um, you need to take the will to the appropriate county or city office to have it accepted for probate. And you might need to open a bank account for your loved one's estate to pay the bills 
including the taxes, the funeral costs, and all of those sorts of things. So there's a lot of work even when someone passes away. So the more you can do up front, the better the uh, workload's going to be when the person that you love or you're helping out um, isn't with us any longer. Also, changing your Medicaid, Medicare coverage, excuse me, a lot of people say, geez, you know, I made a choice between October 15th and December 7th when I'm on Medicare for my coverage to start January 1st. And now I decided, oh, I made a mistake for whatever reason. I don't like that Medicare Advantage plan. I want to go to a different Medicare Advantage plan. I want to go back to um, original Medicare with a supplemental plan and then a separate Medicare Part D prescription plan. Can I do that? Um, Because I was told, you know, this is the only time of year you can change. Well, for the most part, it is the only time of year you can change your coverage between October 15th and December 7th. However, there is an open enrollment period for people that are on Medicare that are on a Medicare Advantage plan, and that is from January 1st through March 31st. So, yes, you can change your coverages depending on what your coverages are. So it's a very important time for people that perhaps um, maybe want to change for whatever reason they choose, okay? They don't have to have a major reason between that time period. And then during the year, you can also change your coverage through what they call in the acronym is SEP, SEPs, and their special election periods. And that is when you do need a reason to change your coverage, whether you've moved or you've retired, or a death of a spouse, or whatever the case may be. So not everything is so solid that you cannot get out of it. So we encourage you, if you've made a mistake, or you just simply want to go back to original Medicare, or you want to change from this Advantage plan into another one, that you can certainly do that. You can give us a call. We can assist you with that. Or we can tell you, no, you can do it that way, or no, you can't. Absolutely. And especially the the death of a relative thing. I know a lot of people who have just had huge headaches dealing with all that extra stuff that comes along with it. On top of grieving a loved one, you have to deal with all of the financial aspects of it. Right. And it's very overwhelming in a lot of cases because, you know, if you're asked to be the executor, well, let me tell you something, that is work. Executress or executor, if you're asked to do that for, you know, a loved one or even a neighbor or, you know, a distant relative, then you want to make sure that you know who their tax preparer is, you know, who their financial advisor is, their life insurance broker, all of those things because you're not going to be able to ask them if they're not here any longer. So do it up front. Absolutely. You have to. You do. And you know what? In most cases, James, People are more than willing to help you and get everything organized because it makes them feel better as well. And they're asking you to do something that they know is a very big endeavor to take out, take over. So, you know, don't be shy. Make sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted as best you can um, ahead of time. And then afterwards, 
just, you know, obviously there's a lot of different financial professionals out there, the attorneys and the financial advisors, brokers, you know, life insurance brokers that will help you along the way with different aspects of their estate. Absolutely. So if people are looking for help with that kind of stuff, where can they find you? Because you're the expert. They can get, they can give us a call. Uh, we are up on the parkway, 1708 Vestal Parkway East. And you can call us at 607-772-4898. You can also Google us. We're at KSO Insurance. Then all our contact information comes up, James, or simply just go to a phone book. And we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Great. Well, Karen, thanks for joining us today. I'm looking forward to seeing what you come back with next week. Very good. Have a great day. Thanks, James. You too. That was Karen Sweet O'Neill, our insurance expert. 733. You're listening to WMBF. The big. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WMBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broom Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broom Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broom president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broom and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broom president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. 
Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McComas admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term of supervised release to begin after Maybank served his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislature has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow, could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers becoming all rain after 7 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. 
Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, this is easily my favorite story of the day. Coming from the Netherlands, a hand-drawn map with a red letter X showing the location of a buried stash of precious jewelry looted by Nazis from a blown-up bank vault has sparked a modern-day treasure hunt. It's all happening in a tiny Dutch village. Prospectors have descended on Olmeren, that's the name of the village, wielding metal detectors, shovels, and copies of the map on cell phones. They're trying to dig up a potential World War II trove based on the drawing that was first published on January 3rd. So far, nobody has reported finding anything. The village has a population of 715 and is about 80 kilometers or 50 miles southeast of Amsterdam. That is so cool. I mean, this they make movies about this. Whoever finds this treasure, I guarantee there will be a movie about them, and it'll be highly, highly exaggerated for dramatic effect. But this is awesome. A hand-drawn map with a red letter X. That's every pirate map that's ever existed. And people are just descending, looking for treasure. It's a million-dollar movie, or a billion-dollar movie. Turns out $1 million for movies isn't that much anymore. It's 745. You're listening to WMBF. Don't mark on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Some weather-related issues on I-81 in both directions south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. All lanes will be open from the State Line to I-78 in Pennsylvania where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon today. And we're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 17. A winter weather advisory in effect until 10 p.m. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Could see around 3 to 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. 
mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy, a low near 25 degrees. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, Apple is bringing its smart speaker back from the dead. The original Apple HomePod dropped off the market back in 2021, but now... Introducing the new HomePod. Jennifer Pattinson Tui of The Verge says it still has all the normal smart speaker features. The HomePod will play music for you. You know, you can use it to be a speaker for your TV. You can also use the HomePod to sort of set, set timers and reminders. Under the hood, the HomePod adds a temperature sensor. You can use the Apple Home ecosystem or Matter ecosystem because smart thermostats are part of Matter um, to say turn on the AC because it's getting hot in my kitchen. Matter compatibility is another addition to the HomePod, which could end up being a big deal for smart homes. Matter is a common language for smart home devices. The way I like to explain it to people is it's like plumbing. It's a basic infrastructure to help make things in your home work with each other. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. You des- News Radio 1290-WMBF. 7.56 on WMBF, time for a sports update. Julius Randle had 36 points and 13 rebounds in his eighth three-pointer, snapped a tie with 2.07 left as the New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-103. to Donovan Mitchell had 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds in his return from a three-game absence with a left groin strain, but he had his last three shots blocked and was slow to get up after falling to the ground in an effort to save the Cavaliers' final possession. R.J. Barrett added 16 points, and Jalen Brunson had 14 for the Knicks, who snapped a four-game losing streak. Kevin Durant is at least two weeks away from returning to the Brooklyn Nets, though his right knee is improving enough for him to resume some basketball activities this week. The Nets gave an update Tuesday on Durant's recovery from a sprained ligament in his right knee, saying he was evaluated Monday and was progressing well. The all-star forward was examined by Dr. Riley Williams III at the hospital for special, special surgery, and Williams said Durant is progressing as expected and can begin running an on-court basketball this week. The Nets say he will be reassessed again in two weeks, leaving open the possibility he could return before the February 19th All-Star game. Some hockey action, Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner each had a goal and two assists as the Buffalo Sabres beat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Alex Tooch had a goal and an assist, and Owen Power and Dylan Cozens also scored for the Sabres, who snapped a nine-game losing streak in St. Louis dating back to January 21st, 2012. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 26 saves for Buffalo, which improved to 2-6-1 in the second game of back-to-backs this season. Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, and Jordan Kairou scored for the Blues, who finished 3-4 on their longest homestand of the season. Jordan Bennington made 26 saves. Bit of football news. The Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean is ruling out making any major offseason splashes in free agency by saying salary cap restrictions will make it difficult to retain his own players. Bean projects the Bills are already over the projected cap limit, which means he's going to have to start cutting players before he can begin acquiring them. Buffalo has 21 players to become unrestricted free agents, including linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and safety Jordan Poyer. Bean says he's going to have to be creative in retooling a 13-3 team, which was eliminated by Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. 
And the New York Mets have signed veteran outfielder Tommy Pham to a one-year contract for $6 million, adding to their busy offseason. Pham can earn another $2 million in performance bonuses based on plate appearances. He provides depth, giving New York a proven fourth outfielder and a right-handed option at designated hitter to complement lefty Daniel Vogelbach. The 34-year-old Pham spent last season with Cincinnati and Boston, batting two thirty-six overall with 17 homers, 63 RBIs, and a six eighty-six OPS. 759, you're listening to WMBF. Amrex. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. A bit of movie trivia, thanks to our friend of the program, Carol from Johnson City. We were talking about movies earlier in the program. She told me Elizabeth Taylor was the first actress to make a million dollars for a movie for Cleopatra, 1963. Interesting. ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WMBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broome Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broome Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broome president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broom and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broom president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. 
Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McComas admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term of supervised release to begin after Maybank served his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislature has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow, could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain, possibly mixed 
with snow showers becoming all rain after 7 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. The big- on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Some weather-related issues. On I-81 in both directions, south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line, all lanes will be open from the State Line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon today. We'll have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township. 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township will all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 18 degrees and a winter weather advisory in effect until 10 p.m. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees. Chance of snow 100%. Could see around 4 inches of snow. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour. Chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees. 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33, Friday night cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. 
It's 815. You're listening to WMBF. Join me. You and the Law with Joe Stanley, presented by the Stanley Law Offices on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 817 on WMBF. We're now joined by our legal extraordinaire, Joe Stanley. How's it going, Joe? Good, James. Good. Everybody uh, all excited about all the nice weather we're going to be having. I got my suntan lotion out and I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I've got like seven pairs of sunglasses in the car right now, just in case (laughs) one of them isn't bright enough. Uh, Speaking of driving and dangerous driving, I have a question for you. I always try to come up with something. Um, According to the National Highway Transport Safety Administration from 2020, which is the last year that they just came up with data, how many people do you think they say died from distracted driving in 2020 and across the United States? Ooh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say above 10,000. Nope. No, the number is only 3,142. Still high. But that's still, that's still a big number. Um, And that's only deaths. And, you know, that's related to, you know, we have a lot. We talked about statistically the upstate New York counties have these very high. Some of them have ridiculously high numbers of deaths per 100,000. And, again, you know, that's related to distracted driving in bad weather conditions or just distracted driving in general. But um, those are sobering statistics because those are only deaths. That doesn't include all the number of – I saw some huge number, I think – uh, the car crashes, just car crashes alone, cost the country three hundred and forty billion dollars. I think I saw that number. It was some astronomical number, anyways. It might be off by a few billion, but that's a that's a big number every year. So yeah, what's a few uh, billion when you get that high? Yeah, and 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 you know, I can tell you the numbers are really those are. Those are not; those are low because of the, the actual effect on people who have been hurt, and I have been hurt. I've been, I'm still actually. My insurance company is sending me to another IME tomorrow. It just reminds me because of how painful and how horrible they treat their customers, despite what their advertisements say. I, I think this is my 13th medical exam they sent me to to try to cut me off, but uh, the. The actual undeclared cost of being involved in a car crash is just, uh, you know, it, it's it's not computable, you know, and it's it's something you never want to go through because, um, and and no matter how much money you can get compensated for, it never compensates you for all all of the uh, things that you have to go through and that you're gonna that will happen to you because of it. So, don't. Be safe. Believe me, be safe. From my personal perspective and my business perspective, which I've handled a lot of cases over the years. So, on to even the more, more, more mundane things we always talk about. Uh, New York and California and the Department of Justice sued Google for advertising um, monopoly, which I guess is something that we probably all would really know. The, uh, the Lockerbie suspect, which for us in upstate New York, the last one is being arraigned today. Uh, it's been a long time for justice to come for those poor people involved. It was 1988. That's a long time ago. Um, very long time ago. Um, we never talked about Alex Baldwin being, maybe we can, we can do that in a, in, oh, yeah. in a couple of being charged. And again, that's one of those things about you can't, st- you know, if you're involved in one of those things, the best advice is if you don't know what you're, if you don't know what to say, keep 
your mouth shut. Um, yeah, that's the best know. lawyer advice of all. If you don't know what to <laughs> well, say, just stop talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, or don't talk. I mean, I you know, it's amazing how many public figures that they would be just better off not speaking. Um, uh, and, and you know, saying you didn't fire the gun when it's it won't, you know, it seems to me that it's impossible that it's going to fire himself. Well, yeah, but why, someone why fired it. Discuss it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, or it fired itself, um, which that's the argument, I guess, is defense. But again, um, silence is the best thing if you don't know what you're talking about or you're not sure. Um, that's that's just a, that's a lesson, but it, it's repeated over and over again that people always want to talk, and, and you know the, the rule about talking when you don't know what you're talking about usually ends up with hoof and mouth disease. But uh, that's that's uh, that's something we get, you know. Hard lesson to be learned, and sometimes when you get in that position, you think you're above the law, you're above everything. So I think some, I think that's how it goes. Uh, um, and, and then a couple things: uh, Taylor Finch scented candles have been recalled because they're a fire hazard. They they don't keep the fire in place. That seems like a bad idea. And the Lifetime brand hot chocolate pot, which is listed as microwave safe, really isn't. And so if we can listen to microwave, all sorts of bad things happen. Uh, so if you have one of those, don't put it in the microwave. And, you know, it's, uh, it, that's why these recalls are out there. And the same with the Vanessa fire table. The hose that comes from the gas, from the gas tank apparently melts and then causes the whole pan to catch on fire. That's, that's not a good, good thing either. Um, yeah, that's not what you and want. Then no, that's, that'll certainly cause, you know, I had that happen to a gas grill I had, I, I and it was a relatively new one. I didn't put it together. I don't ever, would never do that from the, my, the years of lawsuits I've handled over it. Started it up, went in the house, and the entire, the entire grill was on fire. It, it had actually gotten so hot, it melted everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had my, my mother is going to be furious with me for telling this story. But when we when me and my brother were really young, we had a babysitter used to make hamburgers in the toaster oven. And then she tried it one time, set the whole thing on fire. The whole kitchen went up in blazes. She used yeah. to be oh, so yeah. mad that I said that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, so that's that's why we want to be careful. And, get, you know, grass grills, they they they. Uh, you want to keep them as far away from your house as possible. So I'm like, that was good with me. And nothing happened other than I had to buy a new grill because, and it was only two years old. This was not even an old one. But so uh, those are, oh, yes, chocolate bars. I think it's, uh, there was some oh, skinny dipped chocolate bars, undisclosed peanut allergy, and that's why they're recalled. And by the way, there's a lot of these. If you have a peanut allergy, you have to be really careful because there's probably 10, 12, I was just looking at the recall list, that involve undisclosed uh, peanut allergy or undisclosed peanuts in products. Um, so I, I you know, anybody who's in that category, you have to be really, really careful. Oh yeah, that's that's something that's pretty much in almost everything that you could get, like some kind of like peanuts, tree nuts, whatever. So you got to be very specific. When I used to work in a in a restaurant in a bar, you'd be very very specific when you're telling me what you're allergic to. 
Yeah, well, and and again, they just, you know, the problem is they cross-contaminate with it so much, and it's in everything. So I, I feel sorry for the people that have uh, that as an issue because uh, people are, you know, they're just not that careful. It's expensive to sterilize an entire factory just because it had peanuts in it. You know, it's not, it's not, it's it's not that it's contaminated per se, but it's certainly a bad allergen. And so, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's our legal update there. Yeah, that is all sorts of fun things. Maybe in a couple of weeks we could talk about how Alex Baldwin and how you don't, you know, we, we, you know, always good that if you're in a situation where you might be involved in a crime to get good legal advice and keep your mouth shut. But we, oh, can, yeah. we, can, get in, we can get into that and uh, everybody have a good week. We can spend a month on that. Yeah, we could. You could probably do a whole show on that, James. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun thing, easily, but. easily. All right, well, Joe, thanks for joining us. I'm looking forward to talking again in two weeks, not next week, two weeks. Thanks, you too. That was Joe Stanley, our legal extraordinaire. It's 826. You're listening to WMBF. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Eight twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Well, we have a lot of school closures for the second time this week, thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, and if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. Some weather-related issues on I-81 in both directions, south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. All lanes will be open from the State Line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecasted starting at noon today. We have some other lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like patching and side dozing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 18 degrees and a winter weather advisory in effect until 10 p.m. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, chance of snow 100%. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. In 50 feet, turn left. 
Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Eight thirty one on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. At the Oscar nominations Tuesday morning, it was a record-setting day for actors and filmmakers of Asian descent, leading 11 nominations for Everything Everywhere All at Once and a Best Animated Picture nod for Pixar's Turning Red. I'm a gross red monster! Domi Shi wrote and directed Turning Red, telling me, this is a great moment, but it's important to keep it going. In the 90s, we had the Joy Luck Club, which is an incredible, groundbreaking film, but then after that, like... There weren't many films like that. Um, so it could always go backwards, you know. The Oscars air Sunday, March 12th on ABC. Remember that movie in the works about the life of Madonna starring Ozark's Julia Garner? Turns out Garner won't be taking a bow anytime soon. It's been put on hold after the material girl announced her upcoming world tour. Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers, debuts at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. And Blackish star Jennifer Lewis is 66 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Welcome. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Wednesday, January 25th. You're listening to WNBF. People could be moving into several dozen new apartments in Tioga County in the next few weeks. The 93-unit Owego Square Complex is located off Route 434 on the south side of the village. The site is just east of the Court Street Bridge. The project is being developed by Home Leasing of Rochester, which received about $13 million in financing from New York State. The new apartment building was constructed near the Owego Gardens Complex. That 62-unit project opened in January 2017. Home leasing representatives won't discuss any opening target date or any other details about the Owego Square Apartments, but the first residents are expected to move in during February or March. Although major construction activity is concluded at the complex, work has been continuing to address minor issues. A housing lottery for Owego Square was conducted last April. The complex includes one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments. Home Leasing's website describes the new units as affordable apartments. Most of them will be allocated to people who meet the resident selection criteria for low-income tax credit housing. SUNY Broome Community College President Kevin Drum says work continues to develop a plan to better integrate the school's operations with Binghamton University. Drum said he expects there will be a greater collaboration between the university and SUNY Broom Admissions Office. In a WMBF News interview, Drum said athletics would always be separate. They have to be. He added that the actual formal governance have to be separate because that's all required by accreditation and state education law. Drum said the talks of any kind of merger aren't realistic, so it's unfortunate that got out in the news. The SUNY Broom president was asked about the long-term prospect of the community college actually merging with Binghamton University. He said there's a remote possibility, but it isn't likely. He said it's not necessary to achieve what we'd like to achieve. Drum said a merger would be a heavy lift. He said changing the laws in Albany to do that would be substantial and might not ever happen if anybody was even interested in that at some point down the road. Drum said he and Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger met with John King, the new SUNY Chancellor, a few days ago to discuss the concept of closer collaboration between the schools. 
Drum said he doesn't expect any formal announcements about new arrangements between SUNY Broom and the university in the foreseeable future during my tenure, most likely. Drum last spring announced he planned to retire as SUNY Broom president this year. He's served in the post since February 2010. He said his actual retirement date will depend on when a successor is chosen and is able to begin work. Mayor Jared Cram on Tuesday announced a pilot program making Blue City garbage bags available for online purchase and delivery through Amazon. Blue bags remain for sale at local grocery stores, pharmacies, and City Hall. Mayor Cram said Binghamton residents now have the option to buy city garbage bags in bulk online and have them delivered to their front door. It's a small but meaningful way we're improving city services for residents, especially those who have difficulty leaving home and bringing local government into the 21st century. Thanks to the team at Waste Zero for working with City Hall to make an important city service more accessible and convenient. Residents can order 20 large city garbage bags through Amazon for $33.60. Delivery is free. Waste Zero, the city's blue bag vendor, works with more than 400 communities nationwide on refuse collection. The company's pay-as-you-throw trash program, like the one used in Binghamton, aims to reduce municipal solid waste and increase recycling. Binghamton is the first municipality to offer online purchasing of Waste Zero bags to residents. In Broome County Court, Mitchell McCormus, age 40 of Binghamton, was sentenced to one and a half to three years in New York State Prison after pleading guilty to felony attempted criminal possession of stolen property in the third degree. McCormus admitted that on January 31st, he drove a 2020 Ford F-150 truck stolen from Halstead, Pennsylvania to Best Buy in Vestal. He entered the store and stole a television valued over $300. An investigation led Vestal police to a residence in Binghamton where McComas was arrested. McComas was previously convicted of grand larceny in the fourth degree in 2018 in Broome County. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, said rather than be a productive citizen, this defendant repeatedly chooses to steal property from others. McComas must now be held accountable for his criminal behavior. William Maybank, age 56, of New York City, was sentenced to 39 months in federal prison for robbing a key bank location in Utica, New York. In previously pleading guilty, Maybank admitted that in August 2019, he robbed a key bank branch in Utica, New York, by pointing an apparent revolver at bank employees and a bank customer in two cubicles outside the teller counter. He then jumped to the teller counter and ordered a bank employee to remove cash from multiple drawers at two teller locations. He made off with approximately $6,700 in cash. In addition to the 39-month imprisonment term, United States District Court Judge David N. Hurd also imposed a five-year term of supervised release to begin after Maybank served his term of imprisonment. In addition, the defendant was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of the money he stole from the bank and was required to pay a money judgment in the same amount. New York's legislature has taken a critical step toward adopting a constitutional amendment that would bar discrimination based on pregnancy outcomes or gender expression. Supporters say the provisions are intended to protect abortion rights and a person's right to seek gender-affirming care. The proposed amendment passed in both houses Tuesday afternoon, clearing the way for it to land on New York's November 2024 general election ballots for voter ratification. The legislature gave initial approval last summer. It was the first step in the state's amendment process where lawmakers have to pass a resolution twice in order to send it to voters. The Justice Department and eight states have filed an antitrust suit against Google. The suit seeks to shatter Google's alleged monopoly on the entire ecosystem of online advertising as a hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the U.S. government. The government alleges that Google's plan to 
to assert dominance has been to neutralize or eliminate rivals through acquisitions and to force advertisers to use its products by making it difficult to use competitors' products. Google's parent company, Alphabet Inc., says the suit doubles down on a flawed argument that would slow innovation, raise advertising fees, and make it harder for thousands of small businesses and publishers to grow. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow could see around 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Clubs International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. The big News Radio 1290 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Yeah, some things coming up in the Binghamton area. Binghamton Pond Fest at Shenango Valley State Park continues this weekend. It's the USA Hockey Sanctioned Youth Weekend. So if you have a kid who wants to try hockey for free, you can do so on Saturday at 4 p.m. And then Binghamton Pond Fest continues again next week, an adult outdoor four-versus-four tournament, and some more hockey trivia, and then a trail and snowshoe race on that Saturday, next Saturday at 3 p.m., and a fireworks show at 6.30 p.m. It'd be interesting to see fireworks in the middle of winter. I also have the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. It's going to be here a lot sooner than you realize. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now. It started $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't wait until Friday, March 24th, and find yourself sitting on the couch saying, I really want to go to the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. That's tomorrow, and now tickets are so much more expensive. But James said all the way back in January I should buy them now. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170, making the game of golf more affordable. It's 844. You're listening to WMBF. This is Lee.
847 on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broomtago Workforce. How's it going, Preston? Going well. How are you, James? Pretty good. Pretty good so far. Awesome. So what do you got for us today? What's that? You all ready for the job fair today? Oh, yeah, I'm ready for the job fair. You kidding? I don't don't know if I'm going to be there, but I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stop by in case there's anybody right. from the WMBF community who thinks, you know, I kind of need a job, but I need extra motivation. Oh, I can find out what James Kelly looks like. Nobody knows. It's my favorite part of working in radio. There you go. So what do you got for us today? Sure. First, we got J&K Plumbing and Heating as a first-year sheet metal apprentice. This is a four-year apprenticeship program working in sheet metal industry. Must attend classes twice weekly during the school year, and must have a GED. Next, we have Nanakoke Gardens Growers Assistant Seasonal. This is a full-time seasonal growers assistant around our greenhouses and who will be responsible for aiding the owners, growers, greenhouse manager, and other assistants. Must have a GED. And finally, we have a Tioga State Bank Accountant 1 position. Person responds to all servicing requests on booking loans, including the position of payments and answering loan questions related to the core system. High school diploma is required. For more information, please contact 778 6405 or go to Now we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom tioga. Our icon will come up if you click on and like us. Anything we post to be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitment. We do have a number of recruitments. First, we have the Town Square Media Job Fair. This will be on Wednesday, January 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Regional Farmers Market. They're located at 840 Front Street in Binghamton, so please bring resumes. Broomtago Workforce is having a mini job fair. This will be held on Wednesday, February 1st from 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's located at 501 Reynolds Road. Companies attending include StaffWorks, United Health Services, Broom County Health Department. So please bring resumes. Willow Run Foods is doing a recruitment at our center, 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City on Thursday, February 2nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA driver trainee, cab detailer, warehouse maintenance, second shift, and more. For off-site recruitments, Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistance. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763 763- 5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer. Preston, as always, thank you. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. That was Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. It's 850. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a lot of school closures for the second time this week thanks to that rough winter weather in the forecast. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. Or if you don't have access to the website, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school district is delayed or closed. 
Some weather-related issues on I-81 in both directions, south of the New York State Line and Pennsylvania State Line. All lanes will be open from the state line to I-78 in Pennsylvania, where there will be restrictions on empty commercial vehicles in response to the winter weather forecast starting at noon today. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees outside, some light snow and fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 18 A winter weather advisory in effect until 10 p.m. Today, snow before 5 p.m., then rain, snow, and freezing rain. A high near 34 degrees, 100% chance of snow, could see about 4 inches. Tonight, rain possibly mixed with snow showers, becoming all rain after 7 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, wind gusts as high as 34 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, a slight chance of rain and snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of snow before 7 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers between 7 p.m. and 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 22 degrees, 20% chance of snow. And Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 33. Friday night, cloudy with a low near 25 degrees. It's 8.54. You're listening to WMBF. First... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Julius Randle had 36 points and 13 rebounds and his eighth three-pointer snapped a tie with 2.07 left as the New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-103. Donovan Mitchell had 24 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds in his return from a three-game absence with a left groin strain. But he had his last three shots blocked and was slow to get up after falling to the ground in an effort to save the Cavaliers' final possession. R.J. Barrett added 16 points, and Jalen Brunson had 14 for the Knicks, who snapped a four-game losing streak. Kevin Durant is at least two weeks away from returning to the Brooklyn Nets, though his right knee is improving enough for him to resume some basketball activities this week. The Nets gave an update Tuesday on Durant's recovery from a sprained ligament in his right knee, saying he was evaluated Monday and was progressing well. The all-star forward was examined by Dr. Riley Williams III at the Hospital for Special Surgery. And Williams said Durant is progressing as expected and can begin running and on-court basketball this week. The Nets say he will be reassessed again in two weeks, leaving open the possibility he could return before the February 19th All-Star game. Some hockey action. Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner each had a goal and two assists as the Buffalo Sabres beat the St. Louis Blues 5-3. Alex Tooch had a goal and an assist and Owen Power and Dylan Cozens also scored for the Sabres who snapped a nine-game losing streak in St. Louis dating back to January 21, 2012. Uko Pekka made 26 saves for Buffalo, which improved to 2-6-1 in the second game of back-to-backs this season. Ivan Barbashev, Braden Shen, and Jordan Kairou scored for the Blues, who finished 3-4 on their longest homestand of the season. Jordan Bennington made 26 saves. Some Bills news. Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean is ruling out making any major offseason splashes in free agency by saying salary cap restrictions will make it difficult to retain his own players. 
Bean projects the Bills are already over the projected cap limit, which means he's going to have to start cutting players before he can begin acquiring them. Buffalo has 21 players eligible to become unrestricted free agents, including linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and safety Jordan Poyer. Bean says he's going to have to be creative in retooling a 13-3 team, which was eliminated by Cincinnati in the divisional round of the playoffs. The New York Mets have signed veteran outfielder Tommy Pham to a one-year contract for $6 million, adding to their busy offseason. Pham can earn another $2 million in performance bonuses based on plate appearances. He provides depth and a dangerous bat, giving New York a proven fourth outfielder and a right-handed option at designated hitter to complement lefty Daniel Vogelbach. The 34-year-old Pham spent last season with Cincinnati and Boston, batting .236 overall with 17 homers, 63 RBIs, and a .686 OPS. He scored 89 runs in 144 games. Pham made headlines in May when he was suspended for three games by Major League Baseball after he slapped Giants outfielder Jock Peterson during warm-ups before a game because of a dispute about their fantasy football league. And some Hall of Fame news. Slick fielding third baseman Scott Rowland has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame with five votes to spare above the 75% needed. The seven-time All-Star and eight-time Gold Glove winner appeared on 297 of 389 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America for 76.3%. Todd Helton fell just short at 72.2%, and Billy Wagner, former Mets legend, had 68.1%. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out the final hour of WNBF's first news, Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph on deck. But up first, ABC News. 